there my name is neeti and welcome back to the sunshine podcast a couple of months back my daughter used to have nightmares nearly every night she isn't a very sound sleeper and sleeping through the night is something she learned very late but these awakenings were different we could recognize that she woke up scared multiple times in the night and it was difficult to soothe her back to sleep I decided to do what many Indian mothers would do in a situation like this. I started reading the Hanuman Chalisa to her at bedtime. We would sit together, my husband, my daughter and I, and I would chant the prayer. Surprisingly, despite this prayer being lengthy, my daughter never got fidgety for it to get over. She would always listen to the whole thing very calmly till I uttered the final syllable of the mantra. kissed the book as i closed it and wished my daughter sweet dreams the nightmares went away but i'm not making a point on how powerful this prayer or any other prayer is i've just wondered what my 4 year old felt while listening to its words of course she couldn't understand the meaning and her concept of the creator would be very limited or so i assume Even so she was willing to believe that these words would take her demons away because I told her so because she had faith in me and this is why I believe that words have the power to heal and you just need some faith to activate this power this faith can be for anyone or anything the right words however these are difficult to find very scarce if you ask me especially when the person you're communicating with is your own self people say this to me all the time look at the bright side think positive change the narrative and i know they mean well because these are people who truly care for me but it still feels to me like they are asking me to be delusional in the face of difficulties or trauma forcing myself to look for the silver lining or make one up if it doesn't exist that just doesn't work for me no matter how hard i try it feels like denial and dishonesty with myself do you feel that way sometimes and what do you do then me i dig deep into my thoughts my memories and remember the times when words worked like magic for me there was an event that left me with deep unhappiness and guilt and i couldn't put it behind me and kept thinking of it constantly a very dear friend at work then told me neeti imagine this happened a long long time ago place a time gap between your present and this event it's not easy but keep telling yourself that this happened way back in your childhood when you didn't really know how to make the right decisions i know this required pretending and i know this was in a way denial too but i could manage it and honestly it comforted me to a very large extent when i really really needed to be comforted 
Elizabeth Gilbert, the author of Eat, Pray, Love, said in one of her interviews that she never wrote the popular book to help anyone but herself. The process of writing was cathartic for her and while she was at it, she was doing it only and only for her own self. She did not set out on a journey to change other people's lives with her book. But we know that that very book touched millions. And I think this is what happens when you build the inner resources required to pick yourself up when you need it the most. So when I feel fearful before I publish something on this podcast or on my Insta handle, I often remind myself of this interview and that I am only in this for myself. My father told me that he was with me and he would stand by me if I chose something that was against general advice for my little one. This was when I stood crying, exhausted, feeling like a complete failure in front of him, holding my two-month-old baby in my arms. One of the darkest moments in my life transformed itself into something different. It turned into a moment when I realized I had the best dad in the world. Making unpopular choices is never easy. But having someone who tells you they've got your back, it just makes all the difference. As simple as this sounds, my husband told me once, you know, you don't need to decide immediately. The world will not fall apart if you delay the decision by two days when you're in a better state of mind. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. It sounds like a no-brainer, but at that moment, hearing these words lifted a truckload off my chest. I don't need to arrive at a decision when I am all panicky. It's just as simple as that. My happiness coach. Oh, how I love the term happiness coach. (laughs) Yeah, my happiness coach told me, Neeti, your parents are getting older, but that doesn't mean they have become your babies. You don't have to parent them now. That is just going to make them weak. Don't try to alter your equation with them. They are your seniors and they will remain so. Believe me, this simple fact completely altered my perspective on what my parents actually need from me, on what I can actually do for them to make a real difference. I can go on, but this has already been a pretty long monologue. These words have been my anchors during big and small storms, and I really do hope they resonate with you somewhere. If you are listening to this, know that I send you my best wishes for lovely and safe times ahead. Take care, and I'll chat to you soon.